New Country 93.1, Goose and Renee. It is the Goose and Renee More Stuff podcast. Uh, Renee just returning from vacation. So uh, Elena's back in the studio. Elena Gonzalez, local comedian who uh, joins us uh, quite often on the show. We absolutely love it. You're kind of playing the Renee role as she's not here, which uh, we absolutely love. Thank you so much. What was that photo you were just showing around? So uh, here, Let's, let's see. Producer Kyle, I want you to take a look at this photo. It is, uh, it's a high school, and there's a date on it. What's the... What does it say on the front? It's, it says Saturday, March 24th, 1984. Mm-hmm. What's, what's and the And it says Shermer High School. Oh. Oh, I know. This, this is the Breakfast Club. Yeah. Okay. Oh, April 12th. Is that the, uh, the March the day- 24th, 1984 is the, is the detention day. Where they're all sitting in Saturday detention. Yeah. I'm going to have to go watch that movie again now. Which uh, do you do you know how many years ago? Nineteen eighty four. A long time ago. What? Well, it was just <gasps> it was just on our last episode that <gasps> you know us talking about the Breakfast Club and us talking about nineteen eighty four is like us watching the Breakfast Club and our parents talking about the forties. <sighs> like that is I still cannot wrap my head around that fact it- that talking about the eighties now is like our parents talking about the forties. Oh, it makes me, if I feel my bones calcifying, like just becoming prehistoric. I just feel so old anytime it's mentioned. It's terrible. Once I get back from, uh, I'm going on a little vacation. Uh, mm-hmm. Once I get back, I'm I'm starting yoga. Mm, yeah, I can I can feel it in my bones. I can feel it in my back. I just I know I need to stretch. I yes. just need to stretch. That's, That's all there is to it. That's the advice for you, producer Kyle. Just start stretching now. It will it will help. It reminds me of one of my favorite uh, Louis C.K. jokes. Uh, I can't remember which special it was. It was back when he was in his heyday in like mm-hmm. the the two thousand eights, and uh, how he he was he was limping, and he went to the doctor, and the doctor took an X ray, and goes, "Yeah, you see your ankle here. There's supposed to be some cartilage, and, and there's there, there's not." Mm-hmm. And and he said, "What do what, what do I do?" He said. No, that's that's just what it is now. <laughs> like there's nothing to do. Right, it's just right. your your body is just getting older. Uh-huh. He goes, you can stretch your ankle about twenty minutes a day, but there's no fixing it. That's right. just, that's just it. It that's, just it just is. It's just how it is. So, uh, but I the Breakfast Club that reminds me. Um, I remember it was probably about five years ago, and I I know for a fact I don't know exactly what theater it would be, but I know they've got them around here. Maybe like in Rail Oak or somewhere. But um, there was a, when I was living in Denver, there was a smaller theater that only had like the three screens, and mm-hmm. on Saturdays at midnight they would do like showings of old movies. And I remember going to see. I love Lost Boys. Oh, you remember the eighties vampire yeah. movie Lost mm-hmm. Boys? Uh, but uh, it came out, you know, when I was still a child. I was a kid of the eighties, but I saw it on the big screen. Seeing That's, those old oh, 80s yeah. movies on the big screen. So and let uh, me tell you, Tim Capello greased up in jeans <laughs> and playing the saxophone with no shirt on on the big screen. <laughs> oh, you want to talk about getting hot and sweaty. Oh, that's how you know that you're serious, that you can pull Tim Capello in a, in a millisecond. That's got to be one of the greatest music movie scenes of all time. Tim Capello greased up, shirtless, in jeans, playing the saxophone on the beach. I mean, name a better musical performance in a movie. Oh, I, I, I think you're right. I, I think I you're can't right. Think of one. 
Yeah. Maybe maybe the wonders, and I'm not talking about when they performed that thing you do. I'm talking about when they performed um, uh, the the other song at the Philadelphia Fair. It was uh, not, I think it was called Come Here Baby, and it was a song they did in that thing you do. Although, when they were Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters, that was also a great musical performance. I did not think today was the day that we were going to go deep on the O'Neaters. Oh, absolutely. That's fantastic. Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? <laughs> I referenced that, that movie reference more than I should. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime anyone's talking about a music or a band, uh-huh. I'm like, yeah, but what about Captain Geach and the Shrimp Shack Shooters? <laughs> I mean, come on. How can you how can you not? Kyle, do you have any idea what we're talking about? I have no idea what you're talking about. That thing you do, the Tom Hanks movie with the band, they were kind of like the Beatles, but not the Beatles. They were the... No? No. No idea. I'm, you should go, should, should, you go, should check go look up out. the movie, That Thing You Do. Okay. It's I'll, a really good movie. I like yeah. that. I like where, that. Would you put, uh, where would you put Tom Hanks... Uh, Tom Hanks keyboard uh, oh, from skills from, from Big. From yeah. Big? Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's up there too. Yeah. I played that that piano. You did? Oh, yeah. Yeah, because my brother moved to New York when I, well, right out of college. So, uh, you know, my first visit to New York was probably 10 or 11, okay. something like that. Mm-hmm. And, of course, your first trip to New York your older brother is going to take you to FAO Schwartz. Right, right. And uh, I remember walking into that place and just being like, Oh, this is amazing. Yeah, and uh, playing that that giant piano. And of course, everyone was trying to recreate that scene yes. and play chopsticks. Uh-huh. I remember one time before, um, you know, before, I, I don't want to downplay it, but before public emergencies became what they are yes. now. Yes, um, mm-hmm. I was in New York one year and I was probably 15 or 16. My family had gone out for Thanksgiving and uh, we were walking around and we had made our trip down to Times Square and then that shopping area. And we were went inside FAO Schwartz and all of a sudden I turn around and we locked eyes at the same time. A friend of mine, two friends of mine, actually from camp from here in Detroit, because oh, I went to Camp Tamarack here uh-huh. and two of my friends were there on the escalator coming down. And we locked eyes and we screamed bloody murder. And uh, everyone was like, uh-huh. what? What? Right. what? <laughs> and yeah, we scared the mess out of everyone. I felt, I felt it's kind just of excited because that. that is that is such uh, such an exciting the moment the first time that you see someone unexpected out in the real world from camp or from school yeah and we're we're totally in a, in a you know yeah. few states over yeah uh, during the holidays when it's absolutely just packed in New York City that's fantastic growing up my uh, my my dad's side of the family is from buffalo new york and uh so when i was little we would go visit my grandma for christmas all the time and as i got older and i would tell kids in school oh yeah i go to new york for christmas i go to new york for christmas because that's my reality right and it wasn't until i was about nine or ten when people started asking, oh, what's the the toy store like? What's mm-hmm. the Statue of Liberty like? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, we have a, there's a hot dog place that we go to. We get wings. A lot, like, of, people, it was, a yeah. lot of people don't understand New York City and the five boroughs is its own yes. thing. It yes. is totally different than the state of New York and, when you're talking Buffalo, Rochester, Syracuse. Yes. And I was heartbroken because then I would ask my dad, like, well, we're already here. 
can't we just swing by real quick? Not understanding that it would have taken more time than our entire trip for us to go from Buffalo to Manhattan. Oh, yeah. Buffalo to Manhattan yeah. is probably longer than here to Buffalo. It is. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I remember one time we went to New York and it was, again, oh, it was actually that trip where I ran into friends at FAO Schwartz because we drove there. We were going to visit my brother for Thanksgiving. And instead of going Ohio, Pennsylvania, and then up through the south part of New York City, mm-hmm. we went, my, my parents wanted to take us to Niagara Falls which, of course, is yep. Buffalo. Mm-hmm. And so we went up uh, and curved up Lake Erie and up into Buffalo, visited Niagara Falls for a short period of time, and mm-hmm. then drove through New York and came through the north part of Manhattan. And, okay. and when you do that, coming down, because my brother lived in Brooklyn, okay. uh, when you come up through the south part of Manhattan, if you don't know, um, the financial district, uh, One World Trade, or where you know wa- World Trade Centers used to be, Wall Street. That's on the very, very south side of Manhattan. And then mm-hmm. you come up and you can hit the Brooklyn Bridge and go over to Brooklyn and, and places like that. If you come through the north part of Manhattan, uh, that's when when you get towards like uh, 90th Street, 91st Street. That's Harlem. Mm-hmm. And back in the late 80s, uh, although Harlem, you know. I'll say it has been gentrified and yes. is much nicer yes. than it used to be mm-hmm. in the eighties. It was not a place you really wanted to be. And my dad was kind of lost driving the car. Oh. And my dad was a big man, six, three, 270 pounds. Okay. Uh, didn't, you know, fear much because mm-hmm. he was a big guy. However, we're at this red light. We get to New York at like one o'clock in the morning and kind of lost. And a car pulls up next to us. And my dad does that roll down. Hey, roll down your oh, window yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, do you know how to, we're trying to get to the Brooklyn Bridge? Can you tell us where to go? The guy's like, yeah, 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 no problem. Just pull over in that alley right over there. I'll give you directions. My mom was like, hit the gas, hit the gas, hit the gas. And so, yeah, we, we took off. Of course, uh, being a 14-year-old, the 15-year-old in the backseat didn't really understand. But, yeah, I was. It, the very first time I drove in New York, uh, I had a very similar Midwest uh, kind of experience. I was... Oh, it it would have been actually probably right before I met you. I was I was 18 or 19 and I had a chance to uh this is embarrassing to say into a microphone, but to compete on the Queen Latifah talk show when she had a talk show for about 5 minutes uh to be Third Eye Blind's biggest fan. Yes. <laughs> This is a real story. Wait, this is a real story. <laughs> yes. Queen Latifah's talk show was doing a contest to be Third Eye's blind, Third Eye Blind's biggest fan, and yes. you got selected. Well, I I forced my way in, uh, basically. So this is this is kind of early AOL internet days, and there was a message board that they had posted about it, and I later learned. Uh, you know, why the production company wasn't allowing anybody outside of New York. They didn't have any travel budget, but they said New York members only. And I started stalking this woman. I was calling her like, please, please just let me, I'll figure out my own way to get there. And finally she's like, sure kid, do what you need to do. Uh, well, what I needed to do was, uh, I, I called off work, um, which I was working drive through at Burger King. Okay. Uh huh. Uh-huh. And uh, they said I must have no. a real hard time getting time off. Yeah, they they actually did not let me call off, so I I quit. quit. Smart. Um, and then I drove uh, all night 
uh, 12 hours through the night to get to the production offices. And to set the stage, really, there was, I didn't have GPS on my cell phone. No I, one did it, at yeah, that point. There yeah. was no, I Map had. Quest. Right. It was a hundred pages that I had to print off basically. And then when I got there, um, I was driving a Saturn and I had a bag phone. Do you remember? Absolutely. The Motorola bag phone. Yep. You'd yep. unzip it. You'd you'd lick and you'd put the, you'd suction cup the little antenna on, yeah. the, <laughs> on the thing. But I get there. They tell me where I'm supposed to park. And it's one of those lots where the guy takes your keys. Yeah. Oh, and did he Ferris Bueller your car? <laughs> no, thankfully oh. he did not. Okay. But he he asked for my keys, and in in my innocent Midwest way, I'm like, this does not feel right. This is not what we do. We park our car, and then we can come back to it. This is everything I own. I can't give you my bag phone. Right. So uh, so yeah, I had to call the production office. They're like, it's fine. Just give give the man your keys. Yeah, yeah, come yeah. on up. Uh, now here's the question: uh-huh. Did you win Third Eye Blind's biggest fan contest? The prize <laughs> was to have lunch with them and to go to a tattoo shop and get a tattoo with them and then get tickets to see them in Madison Square Garden. Uh, I, I was uh, the, the first runner-up. The oh. winner, uh, not to imply anything, but the winner was the niece of the guy who owned the tattoo shop. Oh, yeah. oh, I yeah. smell set up. I smell set up. All right. Yeah. But I mean, on the, on the plus side, I don't have a, a third eye blind logo tattoo. Thankfully. That, could, that yes. you know, maybe, maybe you lucked out there. Maybe you lucked out. All right. So the prize is, uh, PK, the prize is, um, a tattoo, uh, of the band and lunch with the band and you get like front row seats to see this person band or person perform who is it you're picking oh now before you know when it doesn't oh, matter fine. if i'm doing past elvis presley current luke combs not country rod wave who's rod wave he's, he's a rapper Okay. I, I again. I have a wide span of music. I like uh, just about everything. Like okay. again, we sang a musical yesterday. Mine's so. easy. My mine would be Prince, hands down. Oh no, be- no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Did you ever go to Paisley? Not yet. No. Oh. No. I th- I think I would like to go. I'm not much of a museum person though. Like going to walk around and see his old pants. Like mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. Um, you know, I, of course I always listen to his music. Yeah. Um, I remember being in Vegas one time and he had a residency for a short period of time. I think it was at the Rio and his logo was on the side of the building. And I was like, holy crap, Prince is here yeah. playing and tickets like 250 bucks a piece. And there's, I just could, there was no way. Yeah. And, um, I never went to see him live and I, mm. that's probably the, the regret I will die with the most is not seeing Prince perform live, but he would be not to mention, I would absolutely get a prince tattoo yeah oh yes when absolutely he, when he was the artist formerly known as prince and he had that little symbol uh-huh. i would get that tattooed yeah. right now probably uh-huh. i would too if i had the opportunity to do so and if it wasn't him it would probably be it would either be james brown or parliament funkadelic okay i'm not sure which but that would be one of those two yeah. i uh i i don't i really don't want to rub it in your face but i'm going to anyway uh i went to paisley for the uh, 
One Mic, One Piano uh, tour, which was actually his last tour before um, before he passed away. And he just he just dropped that album. Not that, well, he yep. didn't drop the album, mm-hmm. but they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and uh, and so it was a whole weekend. Uh, there was a a concert at Paisley. Um, we went back the next day, and uh, there were other bands. We, uh, my friend and I, ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich uh, at Paisley on a bean bag while watching Barbarella like uh, broadcast on the wall. Like it was the perfect. That's awesome. Prince thing. And the last night there was a dance party in this big warehouse space, and all of a sudden, just in his princey ways, he's now the DJ, and he pops up in the middle. Uh, with his MacBook, no one saw him come in. We have no idea how it happened, and and we all danced around him, and it was fantastic. Yeah, I know. I'm so sorry. It was. Uh, it's been fun having you on the podcast. <laughs> like you've been, you've been a great, you've been a great addition. But I don't think, I don't think I can look you in the eyes I anymore. Know. That's I know. so cool. But it, yeah, it really, it, it's, it's every. You know, every Dave Chappelle story, yeah. every him on New Girl, like all of the things, they're so and right there's on. there's so many, you, you you know, you watch these interviews of other people talking about him. Like there's this great story uh, that Jimmy Fallon told about a ping pong game. Oh, like, yes. Like he got, he got a phone call yes. like one in the morning mm-hmm. and it's like, uh, Prince wants to play ping pong with you. And they were in New York City and they played ping pong. Mm-hmm. Just, man. Oh, that's. I'm jealous now. Yeah, greatest would, there ever was. I I agree. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's there's a better uh, a better artist ever. Really. Yeah. I mean, in terms of he played he played every instrument. Everyone. He mm-hmm. he probably had more recorded original music than anyone. Right. I mean, maybe Quincy Jones wrote more music, but mm-hmm. that's that's really about it. And still, my favorite favorite quote of all time was someone asked Eric Clapton one time, they asked him uh, during an interview, said, what does it feel like to be the greatest guitar player in the world? And Eric Clapton said, I don't know, go ask Prince. Oh, that's fantastic. I mean, come on. Not to mention his Super Bowl performance. Oh. Probably the the greatest Super Bowl performance of all time, or yes. at least one of the greatest Super Bowl performances of all time. I would say greatest. And, and that he could, I mean, that's how powerful Prince was, that he could just literally make it rain. Yeah, like, absolutely. Uh-huh. Yeah, because it rained during uh-huh. his, during his yep. Super Bowl performance while performing Purple Rain. Yeah. I mean, uh-huh. come on. He's Prince. He's magic. Uh, Elena, what you got coming up? We got any shows around town people should go check out? Yeah. Um, coming up this weekend, uh, well, I'm actually going to be on the other side of the state again. Uh, oh, okay. I have a lot of, a lot of fun out there, uh, but it just goes to show how wide... Uh, how widespread Michigan comedy goes. Um, I will be out in Hastings, Michigan on Saturday. Um, On Friday, I'm actually, I'm not performing, uh, but I am going to give a little plug. I'm I'm watching uh, Josh Adams, who is a a Detroit comedian. We're going to have him come in here uh, soon. But he was recently on, do you ever watch Hard Knocks? The, 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 football. the football, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So he uh, was he on the Detroit Lions. Yep. When, oh, when okay. When they did the Detroit Lions, he uh, the Lions had him come in 
and uh, and roast the lions. And uh, oh. if you have not seen that episode, highly recommend. But he's going to be in Ann Arbor this weekend. So a lot of us are, are heading out on Friday. So awesome. highly recommend if you're looking for some comedy this weekend. But uh, my kiddo's on spring break. You know, I was just going to ask you um, because, you know, we, we've had, you've brought comedians in and we've mm-hmm. talked about shows coming up and, uh, you know, we've talked about things that they kind of talk about on stage. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if I've ever asked you, like, obviously you you do stand up, you're doing these shows. Yeah. What do you talk about on stage? Do you talk about your, your kid? Yeah, that's, that's a, that's a really good point. Yeah. Cause we know, we know each other, but we know 20 year olds uh right? each other we're reconnecting then, after 20 some years yeah. yeah uh yeah i i have a six-year-old son and i talk about that and uh i uh this is i'm gonna i'm gonna share too much but that'll be fine this yeah, will be for you for you kyle uh goose probably doesn't even remember this but when we went to school together he was very nice um and and very kind and uh, pointed out a couple red flags in the guy that I was dating. I I, did? You did. Yes, you were very thoughtful and you were very kind, and I thought that you wouldn't remember that. Uh, Wait, uh, hold on. before We can't just skim uh past this. Yeah. Are you serious? Yeah, so there was... uh, uh, Did you you tell Kyle that you were a a DJ? Like, did you ever tell him about the club... Oh yeah, I talked about did. it many times yeah, on yeah, the yeah. air that I I opened up Tiki Bob's and Have a Nice Day Cafe and and mm-hmm. I was a bit you know I, I almost said I was a big DJ in Pontiac but I yeah, I, but, I, I yeah. worked I worked four or five nights a week down in Pontiac mm-hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so he would you know do these club nights and and one night we were hanging out and uh, but the guy I was dating uh, kind of came out too and was a little possessive and mm. weird and borderline aggressive. Okay. And uh and and what? Yeah, and Goose and I went and and had fun and he was DJing. There was some place I don't even remember where, but he was DJing and he mentioned he's like, "Yeah, something's up with this dude. You might want to you might want to check him, him yeah. a little." Uh, and uh <laughs> yeah, I remember this at all. Uh, then I, uh, then, then we, you know, graduated school and, and went our, our merry ways and, uh, and I married that guy and, uh, <laughs> so you didn't take his advice at all. Are you serious? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> and I married that guy. Yep. Okay. Wow. Yeah. I didn't see how much my word is worth. Oh no. So, so we're getting to it. And, uh, and so the other thing I talk about on stage is, uh, is how I'm divorced now and, uh. And yeah, so I'm a I'm a I'm a single mom, and uh, and and how fun it is to get back to dating. But if I would have just taken your advice twenty years ago, it would have saved me so much time, and uh, and I wouldn't have had to see that. Yeah, you know, I I try to tell people, you know, usually my friends, especially the 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 women I have dated. Mm-hmm. Um, just listen to me. I'm right. <laughs> Just listen to me. Yeah. I I can't think of a time that I've really been wrong. Yeah. Just, <laughs> yeah. Okay, that is not Just true. Wait till you get I married. Took, I took it a bit far. 
<laughs> I took it a bit far, but a little, little too far. But wait, so but that yeah. you you were married to that guy the whole time before that was your your one husband, I'm assuming. Yes. yes. So okay. we got married. Uh, we we kind of dated off and on uh, for for a while there in our 20s, and then uh, and then got married in in 2008. So oh, I, I I almost feel bad for interfering in your personal life. But. No, I, I wish. See, now maybe if you hadn't left and you would have been around a little longer and you could have reinforced it because there were a couple years where I was still dating him. But no, um, yeah, I was I was thinking about that when I was kind of crossing through our. our That's past. such a truth bomb. I had I don't remember that. at yeah. all. Was it maybe uh, was it Pontiac where this happened? Or was it maybe like Woody's and Rail Oak when that was open? There was. Oh, what? Yeah, where else? Was, no, there was some smaller place. I don't know how long you were there. Um, gosh, like Livonia, Farmington. Okay. Something like we had gone to. I do remember we were playing pool at some point, either at the Electric Stick or the Ivory Room, which are both on Ford Road. Huh. And so it was somewhere in that general area. And uh and I will say later on in the night there was some some beverages that kind of took in, in ah, that happens. Yeah. That we were we were happen. young and fun and right. all that stuff. But huh. um yeah. So talk about the divorce, talk about dating again, talk about uh people like Kyle, uh the, it, yeah. the youth. Yeah. And uh and being a mom and and which, all the fun that comes along with that. Speaking of which, you just said it's it's spring break time. <sighs> yes, it's spring break, which means good for him. You know, he's got the week off school, but... What you, he's six. He's six, yeah. And so I well, still Stressful have to times, work he needs and, a week off school. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That coloring can that be coloring a real really, bitch. It'll get you. Yeah. It'll get it'll you. stress you out. Learning your shapes is hard. That's true. <laughs> A triangle true. with the three points. Whew. What do you have? Uh, what do you have planned for spring One day break? you'll get there. One day you'll. you'll yeah. get there. <laughs> I still do the practice right. for kids where you try and fit the square in the circle hole. Like uh-huh. I, mm-hmm. could, I don't get it yet. Do you know if I asked you what a rhombus was? Could you tell me? Yeah, it's just not a perfect circle like a rhombus. Like okay, all right. <sighs> we'll we'll see as as it goes on. I'll just keep throwing random shapes at you. Uh he is. Uh, he is addicted. Well, that that might be a little too much. He is a big fan of water parks, and that's okay. what he wants to do on spring break. So he took a couple days off work. Wait, how, it's but, it's it's March. Where do you- yeah, but that's that's where it it comes in is is the indoor water. Oh parks. no, those are disgusting. And no, yeah, no, nope. it's. But but how do you say to a six year old like oh it's like you're swimming in a toilet yeah one hundred percent yeah you leave there yes. with like thrush like you're just not is that what it's called thrush right the the, the yeast infection in the mouth yes. yeah uh-huh. like yeah you're no uh uh-uh. uh I would not go to an indoor like what is that the the Great Wolf Lodge yeah, or Great whatever. Wolf Lodge, not to mention, it's like three hundred dollars a night or something to stay in those places. It's so ridiculously expensive. Uh, I, no, yeah. I'll go to like I haven't been to the one the Red Oaks. I heard is pretty good. Mm. We had mm-hmm. we had one that I think it was called Waterworks out in Denver, and it had like the 
the slide roller coaster and it had the big toilet bowl that you went around and fell through oh, the hole. Okay. Uh-huh. So it had the big, huge water slides, the wave pool. Mm-hmm. Like I would go to one of those, but an indoor one. And you know, the second you walk in, because you just get kicked in the nose by that chlorine and that chemical smell. Yeah. And I didn't know this until recently. Sorry if everybody else does, but th- that smell is not activated until something happens. Right. So it's not, you open it up, you know, fresh out of the bottle and it doesn't smell like that. But as soon as it... Which is why it's so strong because it's yes, happening all the time. All the time. It's killing germs. It's killing the dirty disgustingness all the time, which releases that smell. Yeah. Oh. I've Oh, there's no... No, I would find something else to do. There's oh. no way. Do you I, would, I would find... I don't know. I'd be like, sorry, kid. They're all closed. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say. I would say sorry. They're all they're all closed. They're broken. Yeah, that, they're closed. That, yeah, that that is the the balance. Is you know what lies are okay and and what. <laughs> I I can't remember what. Oh, uh, I made I made dinner the other week for uh, my girlfriend and I because I, I cook. I'm the mm-hmm. one who loves to cook, mm-hmm. and so I made uh, this salmon and mushroom spinach orzo. And her ten year old came up. Was like, "Do you want to try this?" And he said, "Yeah." And he liked it. Okay. And he goes, "Oh, what is it?" Because it's it's just like chicken. It's mm-hmm. it's it's pink chicken is, mm-hmm. is what it is. And um, and I looked at her and he, she just kind of shook her head. She goes, he doesn't like anything like that comes out. If you tell him it's from out of the water, he's like like fish. But he if it, chicken, he loves chicken. So if it's like chicken, great. And I said, oh good, you have no problem lying to your kids. She goes, no. <laughs> she goes, that's how you get through parenting is lying to your kids. One hundred percent. That's how you get through parenting. I do love the logic that kids come up with. Like, oh no, that came from the water. I don't like it. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, one hundred percent. That and they don't know why it upsets them. It just does. So that age group until basically until they turn like a teenager mm-hmm. at, at thirteen. Yeah, I think lying to them is completely acceptable. All right. Yeah, times are too stressful. You've got too much on your plate. You're a single parent. Um, yeah. I get it. They're, sure, there are perfect parents out there that sit down and they have discussions with their kids. Yes. And they explain every little thing. And this is why. And they're gentle parenting. And they're just, no. Yeah. Uh-uh. There's, there, I know, I ain't, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> what's, what's the quickest way to get the solution that you need of them to... Like stop crying or accept what's going on or whatever the cat man. If that comes to like telling a little lie to your kid, one hundred percent. All right, you got no problem with that. Water so. parks are closed. Water parks That's, are closed. Yep, absolutely. I I want you to raise the next generation better. Like the these are simple rules. You do not pee in pools. No peeing in pools. Lakes are okay. Pools are no go. Just instill this. Yeah. No. I. I. It took a long time for me to pee in a lake, but I absolutely agree. It, Pink in a lake is fine. But why? But but why? Because if so, I I understand like a like rapids in a river because that water is is kind of going. But why if you're because if it's, it's just a nice so, calm day? It's so diluted that it turns into it turns into nothing, basically. Okay. Also, there's like fish, algae, like life inside the water that like absorbs it takes in nutrition that we let go like 
It's a natural filtration system. So you're feeding you the, the fish? fish are are filtering out your pee out of the lake water? <laughs> Not the fish, but the plant Stop. life in the lake. No. Yes. No. Plant life in the lake, yes. Fish, no. I just, just had this vision of you at home with a fish tank, just like <laughs> peeing into the fish. No, I'm helping them. It's gonna Mom, it's gonna I'm naturally the, filter. I'm out. feeding the fish. No. All right, we gotta we gotta get out of here, uh, Elena. Thank you so much for ride. filling in again. That was that was that was all over the place. That was all over the place. I don't even know what we're gonna title this podcast episode. I don't know how we're gonna label it. No I, idea. I don't. I have. I have we're just no gonna idea. Have to, you're just gonna have to put all caps. You're gonna have to hear it to believe it. Yeah, that's how we're gonna describe this. Thanks podcast. for letting me come play with you guys. Absolutely. Appreciate it. And uh, uh, thank you again for joining us. The Goose and Renee More Stuff Podcast. Brand new episodes every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. We'll talk to you later. Goose and Renee, New Country ninety three one.